This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story, and one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on the Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data. From Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware, Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based champion championship team. Welcome, welcome to the Brett Boone Podcast. Explore the mind of MLB All-Star, Silver Slugger, and Gold Glove winner, Brett Boone, as he sits down with his friends from the world of professional sports. Now, now, up to to bat, Brett Boone. I think football is different. And talking to football players versus baseball players. Baseball players, especially when you get to the major leagues, it's kind of a hands-off approach from the coaching staff. Football seems to be different. See, you know, not I'm not saying everybody's like this, but it seems to, seems to be a sport where even in the NFL, it's grab you by the face mask and there's discipline involved. You don't see that in Major League Baseball. I'm interested in your relationships. And a, and a good buddy of mine uh, I was talking to b- before we sat down today, uh, Drew Bledsoe. And uh, he got a kick out of hearing that you were coming on the show. And he said... Uh, when it comes to relationships, he said, ask Dante about his relationship with Matt Light. <laughs> um, pretty much a love-hate relationship. <laughs> you know, I, I didn't love it. There were times I really liked the guy. There were times where I could kill him. But I would tell you this. You were going to get the best that guy had every day. 
at practice. It was a pleasure to coach in a lot of ways. He he was a bit, you know, let me just tell you this. The first time I met Light, uh, Matt Light was when we drafted him and he came to our facility uh, the night the night we drafted him. So he, he, was, he was a second round draft choice. We brought him in. We were happy to have him. And I went and, and took him into a meeting room and, you know, I was going to start telling him about our system, the things we do. And, he, and the first thing he tells me, this is amazing. He says, coach, you know, I got narcolepsy. I said, okay, so what the hell is narcolepsy? And you may know, but I sure didn't. He said, well, coach, he says, I, I could fall asleep at any time. You know, I, I could fall asleep in a classroom. Coach, I could even fall asleep in a car while I'm driving. I said, well, Matt, are you telling me that maybe you could fall asleep in my meetings? And he says, coach, I'm just telling you, I got narcolepsy. And I said, well, Matt, I think you'd be a lot better off if you fell asleep in a car than if you did in my meeting. And that's Matt Light. He's always, I mean, this guy's got more BS than anybody alive. And also, I would tell you this, I changed the way I ran meetings because I made Matt sit right in front of me. And I swear to God, Brett, he had an innate ability to sleep sitting straight up without moving his head. I know he did because you could just see him. It was still, he was like a statue. So I, I changed my meeting rooms and, and I put myself in front so I could see their eyes and stuff. And I had a, a video telestrator that I was able to see both. But, you know, that's Matt Light. He's, he, you know, you were getting the best he had every Sunday, but he wanted to have a lot more fun than I wanted to have in meetings and things like that. And he used to say all the time, why don't you tell a joke or something? And I ain't a comedian. Okay, that's it. That's not what I that's, do. That's not what I do. I coach football. Shut up. Let's go. You know, and I would go back. One other thing to as far as all the other guys, when you talk about offensive line, walk into any training room in, in the NFL or college, and you'll see them all sitting at the same tables. They're, they got that herd mentality, man. They, they really do. They, they gravitate to themselves. They're more, more comfortable with themselves. They're going to talk about a lot of things that maybe guys at other tables aren't going to talk about. And that's just the way it is. And that's why I like being around them and really enjoyed my time with them. Yeah, it seems in just my interactions with offensive, they just seem to be a different breed. The yeah. NFL, it's like us against the world and it's just their little click. Uh, but, but man, I've had Walter Jones. I, I, when I, when I had him on the show, he was telling me about how he used to train in the off season. And he goes, Booney, what I would do is, you know, and this is back, this is back a few years. He said, I would get a suburban and I would push it around the parking lot <laughs> and, and I'm going, are you kidding me? He goes, no, that's, that's what I do. He said, that was my best way of training and kind of caught on, you know, and then all of a sudden the media got a hold of it and became a fun thing. He goes, but I really used to train like that. Just st stories like that. Anthony Munoz, my, my years that I uh, played for the Cincinnati Reds, he was coming in the locker room all the time. He was a, he was a fan. So I got to spend a little time with Anthony Munoz as a young player. And uh, yeah, they're just different. Great. And, and, Seems like humble, humble as they get. Uh, at the same time, you want them with you in the foxhole. But uh, well, yeah, in interesting relationship. Let me just say one thing. You know, you were talking about uh, uh, Walter Jones and pushing the suburban, and I've always related a, a lineman's 
its ability to rock. And I always would say, use this analogy, fellas, just pretend like you were back when I was alive and cars were made of steel. And that car ran out of gas and you had to push that car. How would you push it? Well, of course, you know, you get behind it and put your hands on the on the hood or maybe on the bumper and drop your butt down and bend your knees and push it with your arms and push up, you know, hope, you know, support yourself with your hands on the bumper and move it with your lower body. And I would always tell them, fellas, that's how you block. You know, you control them with your upper body and you move them with your lower body. And so I'm glad to hear you say that about Walter, because that's how we have, you know, and uh, used as an analogy, your cars run out of gas and you got to move it. And this is how you move it. Just the same as blocking. Yeah. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When I called Drew last night, and you, and, and you know Drew well, uh, better probably better than I do, but I talked to him and I said, I wanted to talk about Dante. And and the first thing he said, I said, Hey, Drew, I haven't talked to him in a bit. And I said, What are you what are you up to? Ah, I'm having a couple glasses of wine. And and Drew can be very, you know, he's got that wry sense of humor. And I said, What comes to mind when I mentioned Dante Scarnecchia? And he said, and, and I never know if he's being serious or not. And he said, Brett, he's one of the greatest coaches in the history of the NFL. And I said, now that's how you feel. And he said, that's how I feel. And then he said, you can use that because I truly believe that in my bones. He said, but also he said, ask him about the, uh, the Matt light. He goes, he'll, <laughs> that'll brighten his day <laughs> on that. On that note, uh, you got a Drew Bledsoe story for me. Oh, I don't, you know, Drew, Drew had the, 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 un, uh, you know, the hard, Cross the Baron, first guy taken in the draft, you know, and and coming in with huge expectations, huge expectations. And he did nothing in his career to ever, you know, taint that. I mean, the guy was immensely talented, a pleasure to be around, never complained about anything. And um, I always I always appreciated my time. And, you know, when when things developed, you know, where we moved him and he, we traded him to a you know, a division opponent, Buffalo. And we went over there and they kicked the living hell out of us. It was 31 to, 31 to nothing or something like that. And uh, I said, oh, God, this is going to be hard. And the last game of the season, we beat them 31 to nothing. So, but I just always thought, you know, this guy's is, is, he's a gentleman. He's respectful of the game. His parents are unbelievable people. I saw him after the game when we played him in Buffalo that first time. And I just said, you know, you played a hell of a game. I'm happy for you. I know this is a difficult day and all the rest of it, but you know, that's just, this is the business and we, we both share it, but great guy and, you know, Patriot hall of famer and he deserves all, all that he's gotten in his life. One more guy I wanted to talk with Steven Neal. Yeah. I want to talk about him. No college football. He was a wrestler ends up being a super bowl champion. I, I was just interested when I saw that pop up because I know he was under your your tutelage. 
Yeah, he was, uh, th this was a great story. You know, we, we run a staff meeting. We were just starting training camp and Bill walks in and he said, Hey, look, we got this guy. He's coming in this afternoon. We're going to, you know, he's a NCAA, two-time NCAA wrestling champion, world champion wrestler. He just lost three to two. He's not going to be able to get into the Olympics and he's trying out for football and his agents got him a tryout. Well, his agent was, is Neil Cornrich, who's a great guy. Coincidentally, Brett, Neil Cornrich is Belichick's agent. So there was a little bit of a tie there and yeah. a little bit in. So he says, well, go out there and watch this guy. And, me, and the whole staff went out there and watched him. And it was like, oh, my God, look at this guy. Six five, weighs about 270, 280, uh, athletic as you could. You can't even imagine how athletic this guy was. And I'm standing out there and I'm saying, this ain't doing me any good because he he's not going on offense. I can tell you right now, he's too skilled, too athletic to be an offensive player. They're going to use him on us. So they did. And we signed him immediately. I mean, he ran fast, jumped high, did all the agility drills. He was special. So after about four days of playing defense, maybe, or yeah, five days. So uh, in that time, we couldn't wait for him to get on the field offensively because we could trap him. We could run a draw and he'd be so far up the field with sickening. We'd run right by him. And, you know, it just, it was a struggle for him, you know. So we got in a staff meeting and Bill said, and I'd gotten to know the guy over that time because we were both, you know, I played in San, uh, went to college in San Diego. He was from San Diego. And I just, I really liked the kid. I just kind of gravitated towards him. And I said, uh, so Bill said, this isn't working. We're going to get rid of him. And I said, Bill, just let me have him. You know, let us have him on offense. And, you know, he's a smart kid. I could tell he was smart. I knew he was tough. And, Athletically, he was off the charts. And honestly, I value those three things. Smart, tough enough, and athletic enough. You know, you got the guy you want, okay? So, uh, and it was a process. But one thing that was not a process for him, Brett, was this. When we used him and when we would have one-on-one -on -one pass protection, think about this. He was a wrestler his entire athletic life. When those defensive linemen would grab him and try to pull his shoulder, he that became Steve's world. Because people had tried to do that to him wrestling all his life, and he wouldn't have none of it. He, they couldn't grab him. They couldn't pull him. They couldn't push him back. He, he just naturally, he was the most natural pass blocker you could ever see. And it took you know, a couple of one-on-one -on -one pass protection ses sessions, which you have every day in training camp, and you look and you look at him, and the first thing that everyone said is, well, we ain't letting that guy out of here. He can do this better than anybody. And it was that was the case. And so it was a process with him a couple years, but we were willing to take that process, and the result was the guy had a nine-year career, and he started for us in the Super Bowl, and, and a great guy, and a pleasure to be around, and you couldn't. This was a guy that, because of his toughness and and background as a wrestler, you couldn't kill this guy. You could run as many of those whatever you wanted to run, and he was going to finish him ahead of everybody because he was just so damn tough. It was amazing. Very cool. All right, I want to do a little bit of a rapid fire with you. You played under or you coached under a lot of head coaches. Your first one you mentioned earlier was Ron Meyer. Uh, just a couple words about each one. 
We're going to start off. Ron Meyer. I think a really good evaluator of talent. And um, if he were alive today, which he's not, God rest his soul, died on a golf course the way he probably wanted to go out. He would be the first guy to tell you all this NIL stuff, name, image, and likeness. Yes, yes. He invented it. Because when we were at SMU, we were way ahead of our time. He was he was taking care of them at that time. That's all I'll say. Bill, Bill Parcells. Oh, man. Pleasure to be around. Tough as they come. Um, every he he wore his emotions on it. Even there was no there was no uh, gray areas with him. He told you what he wanted. And he told you how he wanted you to do it. And if you did it that way, he wouldn't say anything. If you didn't, and all hell broke loose. I I learned a lot under you know I learned a lot from every head coach I've ever been around. But Parcells a special guy. And now it. Uh... My alma mater, he was a Trojan head coach, now Seahawk, Pete Carroll. Pete Carroll is an innovative guy. He's a great, great, great football coach. Complete opposite of Bill. Always upbeat, always positive. Um, bright guy. Wants to know the reasons why and why nots and all the rest of it. And You know, he's a really, really good leader in, in his own way. And it's, it's different than a lot of other guys, but. You know, Pete's a good coach and deserving of everything he's ever gotten in this game, which is a lot. 2400 Sports is an Odyssey company. 